This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to my independent travel podcast, bringing you the latest news on travelling, whether you're just dreaming of a great escape or actively on one. Today, the government's in a mess, but not necessarily for the reasons you might be thinking. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up for that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. It's rare these days that you can get some actual good news when you listen to government officials. But unbelievably, in the uh, past uh, two days, or past day actually, we've got a couple of snippets, which should uh, mean that travel is easier. But who knows when that will start. The government is in a bit of a mess, not necessarily just because of Christmas parties, because I've been asking now for all six hours a couple of important questions. Uh, give us more details is basically what I said. And I haven't heard anything yet from the Department of Health and Social Care. So let me tell you anyway what I think is going on. Last night, there was a debate on health matters. And Tahir Ali, who represents Birmingham Hall Green for Labour, asked Sajid Javid about the chances um, that any nations in the Indian subcontinent could be put on the red list. Now, you'll recall this is the list that has Nigeria, South Africa and nine other southern African countries on it. And it's where you don't want to be. Anybody coming in from that uh, location and my strong recommendation is that you do not but anyone who does come in goes into hotel quarantine it would be a tremendous advantage if people could self-isolate at home Uh, they would be able to have a much more comfortable existence Um, many of them may even have gardens which would be a great benefit instead of being stuck in a budget hotel room being fed three meals a day of course there could be security instant checks very heavy fines for anybody who's not where they're supposed to be so the mechanism for getting it to work isn't that difficult and indeed some countries where they brought in hotel quarantine well they're moving away from it because it just doesn't seem to work particularly well anyway that's what the red list is And the health secretary actually said, no, the red list is really important. He said, uh, I can't give any guarantee for any particular country that there will not be potentially any future measures, which is, I guess, fair enough. But then he added, and I will quote directly, very soon in the days and weeks that lie ahead, if, as I think likely, we see many more infections and this variant becomes the dominant variant, he's talking here about Omicron, of course, there will be less need to have any kind of travel restrictions at all. 
I have, of course, asked the Department of Health and Social Care what exactly that means. I've not heard six hours on. Uh, I can imagine that they are actually tied up with all the new Plan B questions and what all that means. That wasn't the only statement that happened on Wednesday, though, because earlier in the Downing Street briefing, when everyone was getting very agitated about who was at what party when, and I don't blame them, frankly, um, there was also a question um, from a member of the public who was asking for self-isolation at home to be permitted. Um, the Prime Minister said, we will be looking at the red list and the way we do it. He said that uh, it's been very important to have uh, very tough border measures to slow the arrival of the variant in this country. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Um, and uh, that was the objective of the measures, continues to be the objective. Well, I think if you are getting cases spreading very, very quickly in the UK, the red list looks less and less um, relevant. And of course, it causes enormous economic and emotional upset. And as a result of those two statements, and of course, I followed up the red list one as well, um, it looks as though things could be shifting sooner rather than later. I've also spoken to the Department of Transport. They've said that they are not bringing in any more new red list countries today or changing the list in any way. But for the health secretary, and I'll go back to him, to be so absolutely clear about what is what he sees as the route out of this is remarkable. And some people have said, yeah, but it was a question about red lists. So therefore he um, was talking about red lists only. I don't I don't read it like that. It looks to me as though and I'll just check check and write, read that to you again. Um, there will be less need to have any kind of travel restrictions at all. Not, um, oh yeah, we'll deal with the red list, but uh, no travel restrictions at all. That would be that mean that uh, the UK was as it was between uh, March and June in 2020, when just as everyone else was putting on restrictions, we lifted them all. And then when everyone was taking them off in June, uh, we put them all back on. But that's uh, a different matter. So the statement has been widely welcomed, of course, as you would imagine. I've contacted lots of people in the travel industry and they say, yep, uh, please go ahead with it. Um, the uh, uh, Chief Executive of Airlines UK, Tim Aldersley, said, look, no other major economy has gone down the road of pre-departure and on-arrival tests. They're damaging our competitiveness. Well, we haven't really got any anymore, have we? Not providing any health advantage at all when this variant is, the, is dominant within the UK. So I will, of course, be bringing you the latest as soon as we know what it is. And if anything changes, I will... Uh, let you know what the Department of Health and Social Care tells me in the end as well. For now though, that's quite enough. Thank you very much indeed for listening. You can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. But for now, goodbye from me, Simon Calder. Stay safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.